This is Flip Gordon, and you are listening to Wrestling POV Podcast. What's going on, everybody? It's the MLW's Kiro Kwan, representing the Contra Unit, and we're here with Wrestling POV's Global Entertainment Podcast. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. What's up? This is Jeff Cobb. You're listening to WPOV Global. The following is a public service announcement from Wrestling POV Global. Folks, are you in despair? Are you finding you're not getting enough barbed wire matches, enough staple guns to the groin? Are you not getting enough stories involving questionable-looking women with questionable talent? Are you feeling like maybe, just maybe, you need a lot more Chris Jericho in your life? Well, we here at Wrestling POV Global have your back. Don't despair, friends. All that garbage is out there, and we're going to sift through it for you. The following has been a prepaid message by Wrestling POV Global, hosted by the legend T. James Logan and the gentleman Elio Canella. And now, on to our show. Hey, folks. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Wrestling WPOV Global. I am your host, the legend T. James Logan, with me, always in the background, chuck-a-luck, lucking like a chucking chicken chucking. We're talking about our good friend, the gentleman Elio Canella. Elio, why are yeah, you Yeah, Tracy, Tracy, that five times fast. I, I think I did just say it five times fast, and that's why it sounded so weird. <laughs> now, what are you laughing about in the back of our series? That was a serious public service announcement. The, the, the folks, you know. Yeah, I, with some very, uh, very uh, disturbing images. There was some disturbing. I didn't even get to the point where I was going to tell people not to touch you in your bikini parts, you know. Like, I don't know. I stayed away from that. I didn't mention you could drink your own urine if you were trapped somewhere in a plane. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are so many things we could have done, you know? If if anything, I wanted a rainbow. I wanted a rainbow to come over me and a star on the end and go, and I'm Thomas Little with a little something you should know. But apparently I'm not paid by NBC, so let's 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 get into this week's show. <laughs> Elio, you maniac. How have you been doing? I've been doing great. You have been doing great. What was yes, so sir. great about your week, brother? Oh, I just I saw a lot of very great wrestling this week. There certainly was, eh? Surprisingly, the WWE really, uh, really brought out some great stuff. You know, usually we don't talk very much about uh, WWE itself, but I got to say, uh, the Royal Rumble was pretty fun. Yep. Um, yay for my boy uh, Drew McIntyre winning. You know. Did not play out the way I was hoping it was going to play. I thought for sure that he, I, I totally called Drew eliminating Brock Lesnar. Mm -hmm. But then I thought Brock Lesnar was going to get in and, you know, like do the old take the guy out after you get taken out. And yep. I thought that would set up the match for WrestleMania. And I thought Roman Reigns would go on to win and then challenge the other champion. So that really screwed me over for the points game. I mean, I was doing so damn good. But that screwed me out of 20 points. So, yeah, not happy about that. Okay. Uh, but fun, you know what? Drew McIntyre, love the guy. What a great wrestler. Yep. You know? um, there was lots of, uh, lots of presence of NXT people, even a couple uh, NXT UK people showing yes. up in matches. So, what a great time. You know, today's episode, folks, uh, we noticed we didn't have a lot to talk about New Japan wrestling. So, we are going to talk a little bit about Worlds Collide in its spot 
But before we do that, we've got to go into our poll. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We do a weekly poll, folks, as uh, most of you know. Last week's poll, we talked about, on a whole, the AEW show itself. Okay? Mm -hmm. And the question was, as a weekly show to watch, you know, the an episodic wrestling show like Raw, uh, does AEW deliver as a weekly show for you? Uh, what did you answer, Elio? Some weeks it does, other weeks uh, not so much. I think they're trying to focus on too much at the same time. They need to, like, focus on one thing, wrap, wrap that up, and then uh, or start uh, another storyline when they're close to ending the first one. Okay, okay. Uh, so basically, though, you're learning talks. It's not satisfying in the overall, though. No, like sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not so good. No. Well, you know, I agreed with you then too. Uh, I mean, um, I would say most times it doesn't deliver. Mm -hmm. you know? There are sprouts of brilliance. There's times on it that I'm glad I watch yeah. it. There are times, however, there's been times where me and you've come in and we're like, oh, God, AEW. <laughs> Yeah, let's hope it's a half-assed show so we don't sound so sad while we do our episode <laughs> afterwards. Um, so, anyways, we threw it out to you folks. We wanted to uh, wanted to get what you guys thought about this. It seems sixty-five percent <coughs> says it does deliver. Sixty-five percent, thirty-five percent saying no. And uh, well, that's not a huge difference. It's still a good indicator that there are a lot of people that think AEW either goes from being a good show. To be in a show with a lot of potential, you know, there's some tremendously good wrestlers on AEW. There's a lot of guys who would never have made a big time if it hadn't been for AEW. But there are some also really good wrestlers there. So um, I think the potential's there. But uh, I think the biggest thing in the world is the fact that it does seem really incoherent sometimes as a show on the whole. And I get the feeling that there isn't one person with a, a vision directing the traffic basically everyone's got their own game they're all running it in the same field and hey it's hope it looks good yeah. and let's let's face it that is not a recipe for success let's looking over at the uh the fan poll the fan comments this week uh oh, yeah. one that talks to this is definitely daniel fryer who said well cody and tony haven't lived up to their promise of we're going to be so much different than everyone else in the world so i'd definitely say no that is true they went on and on, not only were they going to change the world and make the wrestling yep. thing in the world, but that they were going to be so, so, an alternative to WWE. And uh, they're not. <laughs> they're not. Uh, you know, I've used this analogy before. The WWE is like the pretty sister. And AEW is like the ugly little sister who wishes so badly she could be WWE, you know, WWE sneaks out on a date and uh, AEW sneaks into her bedroom, puts on her clothes. And no matter what she does, she looks in the mirror and she knows she's only AEW. She knows she's only the ugly little sister, but she's going to remember in her mind that she's just as cute as WWE. Well, sorry, WWE is the top dog. AEW, you're going to have to do something different, really, unless you want to be the ugly little sister all the time. Yeah. Okay, let's look at another comments. Uh, Anton the Liberated said, I've only seen one episode that I flat out didn't like. Otherwise, it does deliver, but it has some questionable bookings. Boy, did he not? He said a mouthful there. You better believe there's some questionable bookings. Uh, we've talked so many times about things being stalled out, ideas that seemed like a good idea that just got just manhandled so badly. 
you know? Uh, don't even get me started with the Dark Order. I mean, uh, you know, we've seen that there could be some brilliance in it, but the booking has just made it atrociously bad. Yeah. Um, Rob Campbell says, less of spot circus, more wrestling. So I'm going to say that means no. He's thinking that it doesn't deliver. Okay. And our last one is Clay Cummings, who says, I think it delivers, just some things are very questionable. Love the more wrestling aspect, not much BS. Okay. So I'm thinking, too, is he seeing the potential? But he's saying right now it just doesn't quite live up to what it could be. Okay. So that's fair enough, folks. So I think we're all kind of on that thing right now is uh, obviously some people do think, though, it delivers. I mean, 65% of the poll here said that they thought it delivered. Uh, it's been renewed for a couple of years, and now it's no longer being uh, put together with one of those uh, – uh, equal pay things, you know, where they were spreading revenue. Instead, they're actually getting paid for the show, just like the WWE does. So that is incredible. Okay, only the WWE is the only other company that uh, that gets paid to do their stuff. So that's uh, that was our poll for the week. We're gonna and, have to come up with a good one, huh, folks? If you knew how hard it was for us to sometimes think of polls, we have to come up with another one for next week. Uh, I think I have an idea, and it'll lead into our hot topic, and, and okay. we're not going to announce it till after it, but. You know, all week, even the hot topic, sometimes it vacillates around about what's going on in the news, what's going on uh, currently. Um, as as we can attest, sometimes we get together and we do a little bit of a preamble where me and Elio will talk about things we want to focus on and stuff like that. Uh, this morning, I had an idea of uh, what our hot topic would be. And already now it's like, what, eight hours later and we're doing the show and I totally changed gears and don't want to do the topic that I did. And I got a totally <laughs> different topic. So that is the nature of the beast. So uh, we will get into that. But first, let's do a little bit about news going around. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, The first bit of news I want to talk about, man, this is not a cool piece of news. It's those kind of things that not only make me shake my head, but it makes me wish I could shake somebody's head with my fist. Yeah. Right? And I want to address uh, former WCW, I'm not going to say superstar. The guy was not much more than a glorious (laughs) jobber, uh, Van Hammer. Do you remember Van Hammer? Van Hammer, yes. He, slap, his music was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that yeah. music. It was just a stupid riff that he would play on his guitar. Yeah, he was a fat dude who came out with a guitar riff, did two yeah. wrestling moves, threw his gelatinous body on somebody, <laughs> and, uh, usually a jobber. Uh, yep. I don't think I ever recall him wrestling anybody who wasn't a jobber. So he had a pretty bad career. Pretty, you know, He was just the shtick. People remember the crappy guitar playing. Um, Now, the reason I'm sounding so harsh is I'm not happy with what's happened with this guy. Uh, It's been reported that um, he was arrested on the uh, January 26th. Uh, While drinking and driving, he hit a five-year-old boy who was bicycling on the sidewalk. Comes up, hits hits a five-year-old boy, gets out of his car, tells people who witnessed the thing that the boy jumped in front of his car. Then okay. hops hops back in his car and drives off. Okay, see, it's bad enough uh, drunk dr- that he uh, was driving drunk and he hit the boy. But now you're going to go and blame a five-year-old for folks, the whole thing. And folks, it said here that the five-year-old had to be taken to a trauma center. Uh, he had possible internal injuries and a bad case of road rash, which means this poor kid went through a lot of pain. Mm. You know, his skin being scraped across the cement. Now... Apparently, witnesses saw this. Somebody hopped in their car, followed Van Hammer home, 
mm-hmm. you know, try and make sure this idiot didn't hit anyone else. <laughs> yeah. When he saw him go into his home, he phoned the police. The police showed up, took him into custody. And uh, you know what? I really hope that uh, he is taught a lesson here. There's yeah. there's no mm-hmm. excuse for drunk driving. I mean, you know, me and Elio joke a lot about drinking. Mm-hmm. We joke a lot about consuming stuff. And I got to tell you, as much as me or Elio would ever consume uh, copious amounts of alcohol, <laughs> there is no way in hell either of us would uh, get in a vehicle or play with a gun or do something nope. that would possibly hurt someone. Because we both realize no matter how little or how much you drink, it impairs your thoughts. And yep. we do know that mixing impaired thoughts with dangerous things, that is a recipe for disaster. Now, Van Hammer, not only has he been arrested, I mean, he's out obviously on bail, um, but there has been some repercussions. I mean, some of you think, okay, he's a 60-year-old guy, who the hell is going to book him for wrestling? Well, there's a few places, including WrestleCon, which is a great big convention for former wrestlers, has dropped his booking. They don't want anything to do with them. And I think that's the right thing. I don't think anybody should be helping this idiot out with money in any sense. You know? Like, when was the last time we even heard about this guy? Like, up, up until now. Yeah. And you yeah. know what? I, I, This, for me, it hits home even a bit. This, You know, Elio, I have a four-year-old boy. Yeah. And the thought of, of my poor boy outside playing and some drunken idiot just impacts his life and hurts him. I can't. It makes me sad to see my son fall down. Imagine him being hit by a car and dragged along the cement. Not cool. Not so, cool. Van Hammer, um, I hope somebody trades you for a box of Dunkin' Donuts while you're in prison, you old. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not even going to make a joke because it's uh, yeah. it's terrible. It's disgusting. Not cool with it. Moving on in other news. Uh, let's get into some wrestling news here. Kind of interesting event. Uh, that, you know, New Japan has been doing some um, American shows. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll get into that. Before we get into Worlds Collide, I'm going to talk a tiny bit about that. But the only thing of worth that's happened in this entire tour of the U.S. was one night, Marty Skrull walking into uh, one of the shows and challenging Jay White for an wow. upcoming ROH event. Were they ever um, in a Bullet Club together at any time? Um, no, no. Jay okay. White actually, Jay White actually joined Bullet Club after... Uh, the young bucks and all the elite guys had left. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, after the, he came in after them and kind of tried to revitalize okay. uh, the Bullet Club. So yeah, no, they they've never uh, been on the uh, the same side together. So interesting match. Um, other than that, uh, I can't think of any other news right now that uh, pops up to mind. But um, it's too bad we had such a sad, disgusting tale. Plus. Kind of an interesting wrestling tale, so we'll see how that goes. But you know what? Let's go into our hot topic of the week. Okay. And the hot topic is, you know, <laughs> me and Elio had been talking all just we just talking today, just not exactly about wrestling shows itself, but we were talking about the actual wrestlers and things we've been seeing. Yep. And what came up to us was the women's uh, division within AEW. Yeah. And uh, wow. The women's division in AEW seem to have started off with such potential, but boy, does it stink. It, it is it has fallen hard. They need help. They need help. I mean, let's start off, first of all, with Dr. Britt Baker. <laughs> oh, she was the first woman that they signed for AEW. Uh, she's a very attractive lady. Uh, she looked, I think she was supposed to be the face of this whole 
movement or the face of this company for the women's division. Okay. But boy, she mm. felt green. She fell on her face, man. This girl is so green. Uh, she's so awkward when she wrestles. Um, she needs so much more polishing. Her her promos are atrocious. Yep. And I'm sorry, I don't understand, unless you're Isaac Yankum, who the hell cares if you're a dentist? I mean, seriously. Um, she, loves to she loves to emphasize that she's a doctor, Britt Baker. Yeah. Uh, many doctors will tell you uh, it's a stretch calling dentists doctors sometimes. <laughs> um, so, you know, okay, we start with her. Uh, then we have the kind of shocking... Uh, I don't know if it was supposed to be shocking or progressive. Nyla Rose talked about her before a yep. transgender wrestler competing in the women's division, except despite the fact that Nyla Rose is built like a giant football player yep. wrestles, nothing like her size uh, may has made such zero impact within AEW that I've never been, I've never been a fan from the beginning. Well, she hasn't shown it like uh, for someone so big, Yep. The power moves aren't really there. Uh, the, the, there's no finesse there. It's okay. just part of me wonders if it was the whole hype of you know being progressive to put her in the the mix in the beginning. Uh, let's take a look at their world champion, Rio. <laughs> ninety pounds. She, she's got to be like ninety pounds. She's maybe five feet tall. She's skinny as a stick, and she apparently she she learned her negotiating her contract from Brock Lesnar because. <laughs> <laughs> she wrestles right. even less than he does, and yet she manages to continue to be the champ. Holy jeez, what's going on? I don't know. I don't know. Now, before uh, I get into the horrible nightmare <laughs> that Ooh. is the collective, the Brandy Rhodes collective, uh, there have been a few uh, shining bright, perhaps almost stars that could have broken out. Mm-hmm. That have potential, but man, the crappiness of this division has just squished down the potential of these people. And uh, I'm thinking of Shanna. Remember that girl, the Portuguese? Shanna, yes. Uh, mean, the, she's one of the ones I, I like, that I want to see more of. Yeah, and except now they've made her like, you don't even want to see women's wrestling, let alone yeah. her. And then uh, a month ago, they had lightning in a bottle. Chris Stratlander uh, hit the scene. Uh, People organically dug her. I mean, people mm-hmm. were getting behind her. We weren't told to get behind her. I don't think she was meant to actually be. They didn't bring her in to be like, okay, you were going to make you this position like Britt Baker. She was just a girl they brought in, and there was something about her that just caught on for people. That's, she, that's an she, example of how you should be pushing a, a wrestler. Is just like let it to happen. Right, and, but here's the, here's the problem. When it finally happens, you got to roll with it. You yeah. don't cut it off at its feet. Now, three or four three or four weeks go by. Stratlander is just building momentum. People want to see her. She's getting a title shot. Riho has been this champion. who's not even around. <sighs> she's not doing dick. Nobody really. She's so unbelievable as your champion. So this was an opportunity for AEW. I mean, they had lightning in a bottle, man. Open up that cork. Let it out. But yeah. what do they do? On Statlander's big uh, title match, well, they get the, her involved in the story with the Nightmare Collective. Uh, I, which, you know, I wanted to like that match so bad, and then that ending totally ruined it for me. Well, not only did it ruin it for you, but it took the legs out of Chris Stratlander. Yeah. I mean, all the momentum and things that people had going for her has gone sour now. Nobody cares yeah. anymore. 
you know, a little time's gone by and everyone's like, oh, well. Uh, the, the Nightmare Collective. Oh, my God. This is such yeah. a terrible idea, terribly executed. There's nothing good about it. No. You have Brandy Rhodes who, storyline-wise, woke up one morning and decided to be evil, apparently. So she gets an awesome Kong and who doesn't actually even wrestle, just cuts girls' hair. And they they go around and try and... What they are they doing, Elio? They have, Mel- they have Melanie Cruz. Uh, what's her role in the whole group? I believe she was playing the part of the Straight Edge Society chick who shaved her head. Oh, Serena <laughs> Deeb. Yeah. Um, it's just a bad rehash of other people's ideas. Yeah. Uh, like, can you honestly, from all we've seen, and we've seen a lot of the Nightmare Collective, could you even tell me what the hell their point is? What they're trying to do? Because they don't say anything. We don't really see them every single week. We only see them when they feel like showing up. Yeah, and like they have such little direction that it's they're almost like cartoons. It's like we're supposed to just we're supposed to jeer and boo because they're the bad guys. Well, why are the bad guys? Oh, it doesn't matter why. They're just the bad guys. We used to call the hunts a couple of cartoon characters. Now we're calling them, but these are the cartoon characters. Yeah, this is like the bad Disney '60s <laughs> cartoons. Like it's, and you know what? Brandy Rhodes, incredibly beautiful woman, mm-hmm. incredibly terrible actress. My God, <laughs> she sucks the life. Whenever she's on like commentary, she buries everyone in the division. She's, uh, it's, it's. I'm not cool with it. And what is? It, and it makes me sad because this is a time where women's wrestling. Should be flourishing at its best. I mean, NXT, WWE's uh, uh, minor show, uh, NXT UK, the women's division in the WWE has never looked as hot as it does right now with Becky Lynch and other people in there. Mm-hmm. This this should be the time for women's wrestling to stick out, and there are a ton of great wrestlers still on the women's independent wrestling scene. So the fact that AEW has done so poorly here, it, it makes me sad, man. Yeah, um, it makes me sad. I mean, look at this week's episode. Uh, there's a few wrestlers that we that are interesting that would be fun to see, but but the fact is we we don't get them. We don't get them because um, I I don't know why they uh, I don't know why um, they use uh, the same women on Dynamite every week and uh, the other ones they just save it for AEW Dark. Like how are they probably supposed to? get to know that these those ones if they're only used for dark yeah that's another thing um it's just not really well thought out or really planned what should be going on Mm -hmm. with this division and uh it's sad you know um the fact that they took two interesting people i mean shanna was interesting um chris drylander was kind of amazing but now the interest in both these ladies and the whole division is just in the in the toilet not digging it Yep. I think it's it's poorly done, and uh, yeah. So I don't know. Is there a way out? Let's hope so. Let's hope they can turn things around. Obviously, uh, they really need somebody to really book this division to make it something. But uh, it's in sad shape right now. I was going to say uh, if they would uh, ever bring Kelly Klein in, but I'm afraid they do just do the same thing to her. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. We've seen uh, Stratlander was a a straight up serious good wrestler. Look what happened to her. Yeah. Uh, Ke- Kelly Klein is a tremendous wrestler. Um, yeah, it's it's not the wrestlers here. It's just definitely what's being allowed to happen in this division mm-hmm. that's making it suck. Now, folks, you heard our opinion here. 
our hot topic this week was about women's wrestling in AEW. Do you think that the women's wrestling, the wrestling division, let's say, do you think that uh, the women's division in AEW is entertaining and good or is the drizzling shit? You tell us. Ooh, is that, is, that, is that the poll for the week? That is the poll of the week. Because I, right. I, really, I really feel like it's the drizzling shit. All right. <laughs> I'm going to let me just uh, take that down then. All right. So, folks, uh, be sure to vote this week. Tell us your opinion. Uh, if you agree with us, if you disagree with us, tell us why. I'm interested in knowing what people are really thinking about the women's division in AEW. Um, plus, also note that, like I said, sometimes uh, we there's not a lot of news going on. Sometimes we have to really dig to find a topic to talk about for the hot topic. If you have a hot topic that you think we should tackle, by all means, write us in. Tell us what you think you can get a hold of us on facebook at wrestling uh, pov podcast you can get a hold of us on instagram at wpov1 and you can get a hold of us on twitter uh we're out there folks get a hold of us tell us what you want to hear you know twitter being wrestling pov so let's move on now to uh, usually at this part of the show we talk about new japan wrestling um Right now, New Japan has just come off their big Wrestle Kingdom. They're doing, they've been doing Fantastical Crapomania or whatever that thing is. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much should be called Fantastical Crapomania. Um, now, before they get into their big shows coming up, their next big uh, tour, they did a sort of a four or five day stop in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I got to tell you, it blows my mind. Um, New Japan has been talking for so long about, you know, kind of invading US, trying to, to establish some good shows here, and yet they managed to send the crappiest shows to the crappiest cities. I mean, they were, these shows were at, like, little venues. In the middle yeah, of I mean, I mean I have, I've seen some of the cards, some of the lineups. I'm like, ugh, wow. And the card, yeah, the cards. Like, like even uh, one uh, today, um, I saw the eight-man tag match, all big names in a meaningless match. Right. And, uh, and then, you, I believe you said it was an elimination match as, yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, and here it is. It's, I mean, you've got eight big guys who are on the main event, but they're all in an elimination or a tag match. Yep. And then the rest of the matches, there six or seven matches, are like B-level or C-level guys against Young Lions or people from the LA Dojo. And it's like, wow. This is yep. if this is a div- an invasion. It's like you threw two guys to take on the entire <laughs> army. You know what I mean? It's not much of an invasion. If anything, it's the Bay of Pigs invasion. <laughs> it's not working, guys. Uh, so, we're, next week we're going to talk about uh, New Japan's uh, upcoming card. We're going to talk. Uh, me and Ellie are going to break down some of the matches, including. Uh, a tremendous main event coming up that we know of John Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki. We're going to talk about that. Yep. that that's going to be a heck of a match. Um, but let's talk uh, in its place this week. Let's talk about WWE, NXT, NXT UK, When Worlds Collide. Yep. And boy, Worlds Collided this weekend, and we got to see some tremendous uh, matches. What we saw was NXT versus NXT UK. Mm-hmm. Lots of cool stuff happened. Of course, let's address one of the coolest stories coming out of there: uh, an NXT UK wrestler capturing the cruiserweight title. Jordan Devlin making it through yes. the four-way, and he is the new. Uh, you know, we have been talking how Devlin has progressively each week 
gotten our attention, gotten our support. Now he's showing that he is going to be a double threat across UK and North America. Excited about this. What did you think of the match itself, buddy? Uh, great match. I really enjoyed uh, Devlin in this match. Like all, all, all four guys uh, did really well. Yeah, it, it was a fun yep. match, but Devlin definitely broke out of the pack. Uh, put a lot of cool stuff on uh, on NXT. Yeah, or, or at least the UK brand for now. And uh, other things, you know, we got we were tremendous. There was a tremendous match DIY reforming together to take on Mustache Mountain in just a really fun, good match. Uh, yep. Got a lot of people in North America to see uh, Mustache Mountain together. Uh, they are definitely one of the biggest teams in uh, UK. Um, there was an interesting match of Rhea Ripley taking on um, Tony Storm. Storm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Storm not not getting the job done, but hey, it was good. Um, then uh, definitely, uh, this was a tough one, but interesting one. Uh, when you get two bad guy factions going up against each other. The yeah. undisputed era of fighting Imperium. And uh, this was definitely Imperium's breakout. Uh, uh, Wolf actually got knocked out at one point during the match. He, yes, he did. Uh, and yet Imperium battles back three on four and manages to take the win. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, we can honestly say Walter has arrived in North <laughs> yep. Really tremendous stuff. Um, I loved it because it highlighted both brands mm-hmm. to a really strong degree. And instead of thinking that one was better than the other, it kind of made you want to support both. Yep. So, um, folks, if you get a chance to watch When Worlds Collide, there's a lot of really good wrestling on there. And, uh, yeah, definitely watch it. So we're going to take this opportunity to take a quick break right now. And uh, when we get back, we're going to discuss our three shows. We're going to rate them, uh, talk a little bit about them, and uh, we'll we'll see what kind of fun and wackiness we have after that, folks. So we'll see you in a few. Hello, this is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar and Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness! Folks, we're back. Elio. Yes, sir. You still conscious? (laughs) (laughs) Still conscious, yep. Still conscious. You know what, folks? It's time of our show where we... Every week we track three of the three of the big shows that we've been watching. That's Major League Wrestling, uh, WWE, NXT UK, and of course AEW. Uh, each week we talk about our highs and lows in each one. Um, then we rate them on a, a report card of uh, you know A being obvious, A plus being a hundred percent and down. And after we pick each uh, week, rating each uh, show, we give them um, uh, points. The, the show with the highest mark will get two points. The show with the next mark will get one. And the show that is not, uh, that definitely felt the lowest of the week, will get zero points. And then we also keep an accumulation, which we started just a couple weeks ago after Wrestle Kingdom. And we'll track it till the next Wrestle Kingdom show and see which show over the year had the strongest showing. Okay. This week, let's start off with uh, WWE NXT UK. Okay. Now, the tough part about the show, of course, was it was shot just before when Worlds Collide. Yeah. 
So it did have uh, two qualifying matches. And obviously, since we've talked about UK, you kind of guess who's going to qualify in these matches. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know what? Uh, tell me, uh, Elio, what was your highlight of uh, this week's? Ah, uh, me. Um, my highlight is is uh, like Hero versus Jordan Devlin in uh, one of the for one of the two qualifying matches. Mm, solid, good match. What did you like about it, man? I just like the overall performance of. Um, of uh, Jordan Devlin. Okay. Like every uh, every, every every week, <laughs> I I say the same thing every week. It's like something's wrong because uh, suddenly we're all we're behind the Jordan Devlin. When like a year ago we couldn't even stand the guy. <laughs> Dude, if we start cheering Jack Stars, things are <laughs> yes. <laughs> when that when that day happens, we've got problems. Well, you know what? It, you're right. The list of guys that we, we shit upon in the beginning because we couldn't stand them because we didn't like them have grown yeah. to people we've liked. It's, it's getting to be a bigger list constantly. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. Great performance by Jordan Devlin. Uh, my highlight, um, I'm going to go with the main event with Travis Banks defeating Brian Kendricks uh, for the NX, you know, for the, to get in the qualifying match. Uh, yep. I always forget how... Uh, I think I take Travis Banks for granted sometimes. I mean, he looks a little older. He's not as big as a lot of guys, but he can really put on some stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, the Brian Kendrick, well, that, that guy is, the guy's great. You know, um, yep. for me too, I really enjoyed the fact is the winning, uh, he actually used Kendrick's move against him and then transitioned into his finishing move. So Kendrick yep. ate two, uh, finishing moves, his own move and Banks move. And so we got sliced bread number two into the the, the kiwi uh, cutter. Uh, yeah, definitely gonna have to say that was the, one of my highlights. The other highlight I'd like to point out is something that I asked about last week after Dragonoff got involved in Joe Coffee's match. And yes, he kind of bailed out Coffee, but at the same time, he knocked Coffee down and hurt his leg. Would Coffee come back and blame him for this and have some kind of altercation down the road with Dragonoff? Well. This week, Coffee came out with the rest of Gallus, told uh, basically told Dragonoff in not so many words that he wasn't going to touch him because you know he had to go represent uh, NXT UK over on the other brand for Worlds Collide. But when he came back, that he would have to deal with the Iron King. So, yes, I guess my prophetic guess is, is what I thought was good storytelling is yes, Joe Coffee definitely has dragging off in his sights, and we're definitely going to be seeing something in between these guys coming up soon. Any lowlights for you this week? Uh, I, have, I have no lowlights uh, on this week's show. Just like everything was just, it was just a fun show to watch this week. Yeah, it was. And here's the fun part. I mean, if I could say there was a lowlight, it was just the fact that, you know, there was some guy, not even the biggest guys were on the card. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, Travis Banks and Jordan Devlin, yes, they're great wrestlers, but there was no Imperium. There was no Gallus wrestling. You know, there was uh, some of the guys that you uh, tuned in. There was no women wrestling. Um, yep. That might have been my only low light of it, but pretty all over and all, I'm going to give this a, uh, I'm going to give it a, an A this week. I thought it was a very solid show. I mean, it wasn't an A plus because, yeah, they could have had it stacked with bigger superstars. But definitely a solid A this week. Yeah, I was thinking uh, A as well because there was just uh, a fur and and if you think about it, for a taped show because usually taped shows you you can get you kind of get that uh, fe- that taped show feeling. Yeah, no, this this was a good. Feeling but to but the this show. one this one was pretty good, so I'm going to give it with an A. All right, 
Well, let's move on over to MLW Fusion this week. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, definitely a mixed bag. Uh, mm-hmm. But definitely to me, especially with the crowd. And you know what? Uh, MLW has said that this was their biggest show ever, like the most watched show that they've wow. ever had for MLW. And I think a lot of it might have to do with people's curiosity of the main event, which we'll get to. Um, overall, uh, very interesting, uh, very interesting card with a very a crowd that was really into this. Yeah. The crowd was really alive for this whole event. Um, Elliot, let's start with uh, what were your ugly? What was your low light? Davy Boy Smith Jr.'s promo was one, and uh, the other one was Dominic Garini's promo. <laughs> oh my God! Talk about bad promos. For me. <laughs> oh my God! First of all, um, Dominic Garini. Wow. Nobody give that guy a mic. Nobody give that guy a mic. Uh, his promos are about as exciting as his wrestling is. Yeah. And he does judo. So that should tell you exactly how effing boring he is. Ah, uh, man. Garini just came across as this total nerd in a bathrobe. <laughs> um, they, ha- they offset it with Tom Lawler, who himself was ridiculous. And then Telling us how that <laughs> the uh, Dirty Dojo is being sponsored by some condom company. <laughs> I, I, yeah, definitely a low light. Definitely a low light. Um, and I gotta say, wow, the um, the whole uh, Davy Boy Smith's promos. I've known Davy Boy for a long time. Uh, he's from this area. He's wrestled here for many years before he made it big in WWE and other places. Um, Harry Harry Smith, as we know him as Harry was never really the talkative guy. <laughs> he right. never really does a lot of promos. And unfortunately, you can see why today. Yeah. Uh, first of all, addressing uh, his um, his cup win in the back. Painful. Mm. Painful. Yeah. And uh, I love how he referred to uh, Tom Lawler as Tim Lawler. Which was, <laughs> Tim Lawler. Which just <laughs> didn't seem right at all. Yeah, when you told me that, I'm like, What? And then I saw, like, okay, now I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Jeez. And then uh, his whole trying to be super tough. You're right. We talked about this. It came off as really weird. Yeah, he he called some guy. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, there's promos that seem scripted. There's promos that seem real. And then there's the promos that feel like somebody's just playing wrestling. Unfortunately, this came across as somebody just playing wrestler, not yeah. being. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely not good. Definitely low lights of the thing. How about highlights? Did you have any highlights? Uh, my highlight was the opening match: Jago and Puma King versus Taurus and the Rider and Injustice. Okay, we've talked a lot about how uh, NXT UK guys are starting to like guys you didn't like starting to become more and more. Oh, God, I yeah. hate to say it, but it's the second week in a row that Injustice didn't look bad at all. I <laughs> want to hate this guy so much. I wanna <laughs> What's uh, going on? Uh, but they they had a great accounting in this match. Uh, very fun match. All over the place. Good pick, Elliot. Yo. Good pick. Uh, my highlight, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with two little... Th- one... I'm going to go with a promo and a match, okay? okay. The match for me... Uh, Loki versus Chandler Hopkins. Uh, when Chandler Hopkins came out in his cowboy uh, 
blue jeans, belt buckle, boots, and country music blaring, my first thought was, oh, fuck, what is this crap? Uh, I am not a fan of country music, and I was just rolling. You, you could hear my eyes rolling down the street when I saw this dude. Oh, okay. But when he started wrestling, man, this guy won me over super quick. He, uh, he had a lot of heart. He had a lot of uh, interesting offense. Uh, definitely an American. With You could tell he's got some lucha training in him, but not overly lucha. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he uh, took on Loki. Loki, who's been like the knockout artist of late. You know, he's taken yeah. down guys left and right so quick. Manages to hold his own against him. Uh, gives him such a good fight that Loki actually kind of roused him up and shook his hand before leaving the ring. And when you can win Loki's respect in public... You got some, you got some moxie behind you. So, definitely, yeah. I think my other uh, highlight. Uh, I, I should actually say there's two really quick here. Uh, I enjoyed uh, Harry Smith, or sorry, Davy Boy Smith Jr. Uh, jumping Contra, and then Brian Pillman sliding in disguised, and them clearing the ring and kind of running and getting hopefully the start of a Contra Heart Foundation war. Liked it a lot. Um, the, the promos afterwards, not so much, there but. Was, there was- there was another highlight for me. Yeah. I, okay, hold on. Don't you give it away because my highlight was also, and I said it was going to be an interview one, was Conan being interviewed, Injustice coming out. Uh, yep. He starts talking like old school, like, "What's do we have heat? What's your beef with me? They start <laughs> mocking him. So he starts mocking them, just starts insulting them badly, looks at Jordan Oliver and says to him, you should be lucky we're not in prison together because I would have traded you for some Cinnabon. <laughs> oh my lord that was some funny stuff Conan that was some funny stuff I'm sorry uh, yikes yikes <laughs> uh, overall okay you know what and we're going to just quickly address the one thing that's obviously what everybody had tuned in for this was the biggest it wasn't the biggest show they've ever had because people chunked in to see Loki or Puma King or some. it was the main event and the main event uh, has given me an Elio mixed feelings. We're not sure either of us what, what to think of this. The main event was a no ropes barbed wire match between Jimmy Hammock, Hammock, <laughs> Jimmy Havoc, and Mance Warner. And uh, boy, this turned out to be not as horrific as I thought it could be. Although I got to admit, not a fan of the staple gun and the staple gun spots in there. Uh, but overall, an interesting match that was a bit exciting. That could have been way more of a train wreck, but I ended up founding. I kind of liked it. I can see. I know Elio, you didn't like it as much as I did. Yeah, I, I didn't like it as much. I've never really been a fan of like those kind of matches. I mean, I get the blood and stuff in the barbed wire, but like um, when I when I was watching, um, it was like usually the barbed wire baseball bat or stuff like that. But like to I see like a match like this with barbed wires around the ring. I've yeah, never really been a fan. Well, let's face it. There's a difference between uh, uh, the questionable barbed wire on a bat hitting somebody maybe on the back uh, to somebody grabbing someone's face and and sliding it across. Yeah. Uh, deep in because that's what happened. Havoc took. Uh, Mance at one time pushed his face into yeah, the barbed wire, yeah, squished it around, yeah. and split yep. him open like a. He was bleeding like a stuck pig in there, man. It was, mm-hmm. it was pretty grim. Um, however, there obviously is a lot of interest in this sort of stuff because it, this a lot of people watch this match compared to uh, a lot of MLW. So, 
I'm not sure what to think. FLW is obviously hitting the uh, marks here with certain things. So, and, and can I say because um, sometimes like what I do is when I'm watching these shows, I like to read like the comments on the under underneath. Yeah. Okay. And what were you saying? I know uh, someone actually uh, said someone needs to call PWI because I see a match with your candidate. Oh my god! What? <laughs> <coughs> Wow. Okay, that that was by no means a match of the year candidate. Come on. Wow. Okay, what are you going to give the show this week, my friend? Uh, oh, my uh, one my uh, one other highlight that I had oh. was the MJF uh, promo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. He actually had a pretty funny promo. Yeah. He always does. His are usually pretty witty. Um, go go with a B minus. B minus. I'm going to be a little more generous and give it a B. Okay. Okay, um, yeah, I'm gonna give it a B. Okay. So it's kind of in between B and B minus. Uh, let's move on to our third show, A W oh. Dynamite. Oh. Just like Jimmy Walker would say, Dynamite. Remember Jimmy Walker, buddy? Of course. <laughs> okay, I, I was just wondering if I was too old. <laughs> Shut up, Tony. <laughs> um, <laughs> that puppet better not be speaking either. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking your way, Rick. Anyhow, um, <laughs> this week's uh, Dynamite, before we get into it, uh, we have a third correspondent who does a uh, an ongoing regular write-in feature yep. uh, discussing it. We're going to take a quick peek at his last week's, because obviously we can't discuss the new one because he'll probably write it tomorrow mm -hmm. after we've recorded this show. So uh, let's take a look at, uh, at what our correspondent had written about last week's show. Okay. Okay. So, I'm just pulling it up here. Our new, um, our our new correspondent, of course, is uh, Anton Hoffman, who we know as Ant the Liberated. Yeah. All right, Ant uh, wrote about uh, last week's. Uh, okay, remember last week was set on the cruise, the Chris Jericho cruise. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to look at a few of his points and see if we agreed on them. Uh, under the good, he put the arena. Definitely, the cruise thing was kind of cool. You know. It gave it an old WCW feel. Yep, that is very yep. much true. And it's something that we both enjoy, too. Uh, he really liked Adam Page and Kenny Omega defeating SCU. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if I agree with this in the end booking, just because I don't think SCU should have lost the titles this quick. Right. And, uh, we, and we are also, we've also been talking about this whole Adam Page, when will he turn? Yeah. If, you know, he'll, if he'll even turn anymore, you know? Yeah, um, but yeah, it's uh, it was a good match though. I'll give it that. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely disagree with this one. He had under good Je Jurassic Express versus the Inner Circle. Uh, hmm. And um, let's just face it. I mean, yes, we saw some good stuff out of Jungle Boy, mm -hmm. but uh, Marco Stunt really just tends to make it just ridiculous. When when, when you when you're sourcing, you have to leave the ring. Um... And uh, have uh, Marco Stunt and uh, Jungle Boy uh, do the work. Uh, you know, like like I said, uh, they could have won that match, but uh, with Luchasaurus going after Jake Hager, we knew mm -hmm. like what was going to happen. Your circle was going to end up winning. Yeah. Um, he listed also everything MJF. Totally agree with that. <laughs> you know, like uh, MJF did so many things in here. He's actually very interesting for this role. I enjoy it. Uh, John Moxley defeating Pac. Um, I know you kind of like that match. I know I didn't because 
I thought it was a match given away too quick. You know, you had to have Moxley in there injured, so he's not even really at his full capacity. Um, didn't think it was that great of a match, to be honest. Okay. Under the bad, and boy, a lot of these I do agree with. <laughs> Britt Baker defeating Priscilla Kelly. Ooh. Yeah. Britt Baker, yikes. How come nobody bites her fingers? Uh, that's what I don't get, okay? I just think uh, at least to wear, like, wear a glove if you're yeah. going to do that finisher. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, yes, uh, they start, she started to do an interview where it seemed like she was going to be turning heel, but then they cut it right off. And oh, the, I know. And so we got nothing out of it. Um, and then he put one buck's appearance too many. Uh, yes, they were kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if I was annoyed as maybe some people. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that, but I know it annoyed him to have to see him so much. Uh it was funny, MJF getting super kicked into the pool. That, that was, that and was it's crazy. a super kick. It's not switching music. Oh, we're going to get on Jim Ross now, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Dementia's already taken that fool. You don't have to be mean to him. Uh, and then he wrote about uh, the ugly being that there was no real ugly stuff to report on this week's. I'm going to have to say overall, yeah, there really wasn't anything ugly, too. Um, really good write-up, folks. So keep an eye on Wrestling POV Podcast, Wrestling Page yep. here on uh, – on Facebook, uh, at the Liberated, we'll be doing a column tomorrow and after each of the AEW shows, talking about his breakdown of the show. And like I said, sometimes we'll agree, sometimes we won't. It's everyone's point of view. His point of view is his, mine is mine, Elias is Elias. And hopefully, sometimes all three will mix, uh, be a very tra- sagic and sagic. That's a word I just made up, sad and tragic. Sagic. It would be a very sagic world if we agreed and disagreed on everything the same. Boy, by the power of Alanis Morissette, folks, I will get through this English language. Uh, <laughs> um, you know what? Let's actually take a look at AEW this week. All right. All right. Uh, looking at it, first of all, I want to start and I want to ask you, um, what did you find as your highlight of the week? Um, my or highlight highlights. was SCU versus uh, Hybrid 2. Okay. Uh, definitely uh, Hybrid Hybrid 2. Um, okay, and I, I was mentioning this. I look at I look at Angelico, Angelico, and uh, the guy's like he's like six foot three, six foot four. He's very thin. Yeah, he definitely does not look Mexican. He doesn't look dark whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He calls himself Angelico, and he's from AAA. And I'm thinking to myself, that dude's not a Mexican. Where is he from? I look it up. Do you know where this guy's from, Elio? He's actually a South African. He's a South African who trained wow. and wrestles in uh, had wrestled in AAA. Uh, I like him, and I like Jack Evans, who I, who I've met a few times in Edmonton, in Canada. And uh, you know, go ahead. Yeah, you know. no. See, these these guys, um, these these guys are a team that we don't usually get to see. Every yeah, week. and that's kind of nice. It was a nice, refreshing thing to see a strong team that we don't usually get. Um, yeah. I did. Um, I, I like to point out something very funny about SCU is I have met Christopher Daniels four times. Okay. okay. I've met wow. Kazarian once. I've met Scorpio Sky once. I have an mm-hmm. interview with Frankie Kazarian. I have an interview with Scorpio Sky. In the four times that I've met Christopher Daniels, I've never gotten an interview with him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, wow. gosh, I got to really try next time he gets up. Like, it's kind of I know really you have the Kazarian because we played that on an earlier on an early episode. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, good highlight, good highlight. Okay, I'm going to say my highlight of the night. 
Uh, uh, I'm just looking at my notes here. Some of these weren't the greatest. I'm going to go with, um, uh, let's go with the main event. I'm going to go with Chris Jericho uh, and Santis, Santana and Ortiz. Apparently, I'm trying to just combine words. (laughs) I'm lazy. But no, Santana and Ortiz with Chris Jericho defeating the team of Private Party and Darby Allen. Dig Darby Allen. Uh, Do not like the coffin drop. What a scare. And doing it off the top rope into the cement area. Because you you don't know if if the guys uh, are going to be there waiting. And then yeah. if you fall, it's like, yeah. Well, you, you have no way to catch yourself when you're blindly falling backwards. And yep. that scares me when it's done in the ring. It terrifies me when he does it out onto somebody outside uh, on the concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, private party, still sometimes I like them, sometimes they annoy me. Dar- Darby Allen, though, was the star here in the show. Um, whew, Ortiz, he wasn't as horrible as he usually is, so he's, okay. he's got to prove this week. Um but I got to say, um, Chris Jericho's elbow, the Judas effect, man, he acts for an elbow. He does make it look like he just about takes your head off doing it. You know, he wins with that move. And uh, it was impressive. It was impressive. Uh, I also want to throw out for something really good. I was super impressed with the little vignette they shot with uh, MJF going to pay off uh, the butcher and the blade. Okay. To take out the young bucks, I thought that was a tremendously cool thirty-second promo video they did. Actually, when, um, when, 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 that, that, when that when that little promo started, mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out what was going on. I saw MGF like going into this room. Yeah. And I see all this meat. I'm like, okay, I know where he's going. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was put. That's an example of uh, well put together vignettes. Um, an example of poor ones would definitely be like the Dark Order one that happened uh, later on. Uh, what was your uh, after, 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 after the SCU match? Yeah. Oh, um, um, my little like, tongue in the go with that pack promo. Oh, that was pretty bad. That was bad. Yeah. Uh, how about is there a match that uh, was a low light? Uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, for me, it's the Nyla Rose a uh, big swole. Big swole. My goodness, <laughs> one of the most ridiculous names. <laughs> I Not would bad. rather uh, even. The other name sounds better than this. I mean, because he, the other name she uses is Ariel Monroe. I'd much rather hear that. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just when she comes out the big swole, my wife looked at me and was like, the big swole? What kind of name <laughs> is that? We actually looked it up on the on Google. Yeah, not alone. What the hell it is. Um, yeah, that is definitely one of the lowlights of the thing. Um my low light for me, and as much as I loved the Butcher and the Blade uh, promo video, mm-hmm. these guys have now lost so many matches. Like, what do they really got, man? They're they're, they're not a threat yeah. anymore. They're not perceived. Yeah, see. Another, oh, ma- like you, another loss means you asked, they, Sorry? No, you, you asked me um, what I thought about the Butcher and the Blade. I was like, I want to see more from these guys. But then uh, I... Well, I they gave us like more matches, but I'm still not seeing it. Yeah, you know, they, they've um, lost so many matches. Yeah, how can you be? What are they just credible? They're not even credible job. I guess they're jobbers. <laughs> I mean, they're just in there to be fed to other teams, and uh, it's too bad. They have a cool look, and they have a cool concept. Man, yeah, the buddy, the buddy is super like hot. Them. Yeah, but they've just been presented as guys who just ultimately don't have it in them to really win. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so I found that uh, definitely one of the disappointments. 
Um, boy. Uh, yeah, they've got to do something with those guys. And I, last thing I want to say about AEW this week is I really enjoyed John Moxley. Uh, mm-hmm. Credible, loved him headbutting Ortiz in the, uh, yeah, Ortiz in the beginning when Ortiz got in his face, uh, taking yep. on all of the guys from uh, Inner Circle. It was like a 10-on-1 beating, and he still took them on. Uh, him at the end with a baseball bat breaking up the Inner Circle uh, interference at the end of the main event. Yep. John Moxley definitely is bigger than a lot of guys in that company, and he looks like the big tough guy. <coughs> Excuse me. So, yeah, uh, this week's episode... How would you rate it this week? What, would, what number you want to give it? Oh, it wasn't uh, wasn't necessarily bad. Uh-huh. I'm thinking a C. A C, yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to give it to. Definitely a C uh, this week. Maybe a C I, plus, and I don't uh, mean the drink. I I did uh, I did like the. Um, Britt Baker uh, introduced in like uh, the way like the whole delivery came across. Wow, dude! I my point of view on that is the exact opposite. I, oh. I did not like her interview. I did not think she came across very well. She came across like a girl struggling to figure out what the hell she was supposed to say. Um, she got in a few good jibes. Uh, what she said about Jr. is just pretty much what we all think is that you know he's just this barbecue hucking uh, yeah. salesman who can't even be bothered to learn people's names in the company. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I mean, that, that was like, what I was, that was what I'm talking about. It's like, uh, she did say like a lot of what uh, we were all thinking. But the only problem I had with it is sure. She said what we we're thinking, but she also cemented to me that she's not a very good wrestler and that she needs a lot more work. No, she, she does need work. Yeah. And wear, wear a glove, please. Yeah, and I said to my wife, I said, as my wife was watching this week on a rare time, uh, I said, you know what, uh, Britt Baker, she can't even fall back on the fact that, oh, well, she's really good looking because, well, she's good looking, there's a hell of a lot more wrestlers a lot prettier looking than her. So, <laughs> you know, she's going to have to work on something. So, yeah, C minus, C minus, definitely, or sorry, I said a C. So, uh, that, I'm pretty sure that uh, I you might have C plus. I was kidding, I said the C plus the drink. But sure, you can put C plus. <laughs> Uh, we'll put C. Sure, we'll get a C plus. I, I had to do that. Okay. Um, so in my head, I'm pretty sure that the number one show this week for two points is going to go to WWE NXT UK. Yep. Uh, the one point going to MLW Fusion, and number and no points. The big goose say going to AEW with their Le Champion. Okay, so that puts AEW at two, MLW at two, and NXT UK with uh, six. Wow, it's already three times more than the next one. Good on it. <clears throat> I guess that's what quality wrestling will get you. So if you're the companies are listening, punks, give us some quality wrestling. Anyways. Uh, but, uh, but, but also, this time, uh, we're starting uh, from January. Last year, we started uh, at the end of June to track the show, tracking the shows. Yep. So this week, uh, this year, it's going to be interesting. And I think that NXT UK is probably going to be the one to watch. Um did you know, Elio, that we have a sister show? Yeah, that we have a sister show uh, that you folks, if uh, you want your dose of, like, we talk, cover all the NX, we cover NXT UK, but we don't cover any of the other WWE stuff. We cover all the other independent things, you know? Right. Uh, but there is a show, our sister show, which does, in fact, cover all WWE, except NXT UK. Oh! They cover all the other shows. 
Uh, I don't know if they cover 205, but then I don't even think anybody watches 205. Even the people <laughs> are supposed to switch the channels. I think they're sleeping. But uh, <clears throat> if you want a fun, humorous, and definitely uh, side-splitting look at the WWE SmackDown Raw and NXT, check out our sister show, Wrestling POV. You can find them on this same network. You can also find them on iHeartRadio, Podbean, uh, iTunes, and Spotify. Um, take a chance to look at it. Some fun stuff. Definitely, we want to see you guys back here. We've given you the places to write. <coughs> Elio, yeah, uh, my, my throat's getting dry. I've run out of uh, that alcohol you sent me. Um, I think it's time we wrap up the show because my voice is starting to... It's starting to... I think Britt Baker shoved her ungloved <laughs> hand into oh, no. our rope. pushed her around. Oh, and I no. should have bit. I should have bit that bitch's finger, but I didn't let it go because you know she's a dentist. I don't know how many other fingers she's been sticking in people's mouths. I was scared. I'm going to say that now, but I think it's time we wrap up the show. I want to spend out a special thank you to all our friends across North America. We're talking Canada, U.S., and Mexico. With a lot of you uh, joining our show constantly, we enjoy it. Thank you very much. Want to send out a hello, hi over to our people in Europe. All across England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales. We know we got France and Germany. We got all the European people listening to us. I'll shout out to our Asian, African, and even our Australian and New Zealander friends. And of course, my special in my heart, I always want to say a special privyet to all my Russian uh, followers. We love you guys. I'm still curious. Is there professional wrestling in Russia? I'd like to know. I don't know if you guys know. Maybe send me a link or something. I'd like to check it out. Uh, Elio? It's Always so fun. We, we've had a fun. Yeah. Folks, you know, we've been toying sometimes of doing what we called uh, uh, Global Dark. And Global Dark is just me and Elio just talking shit about the stuff. <laughs> stuff we don't usually talk about in the show, but just like the stuff that's really on our mind about, you know, certain individual wrestlers and things. We've almost toyed with that idea of maybe uh, shooting an episode of that, putting it together, giving you guys like a, you know, a 20-minute shot of what uh, – what's really, really, really on your mind at times. Because sometimes it's just catty and it's funny and we just let it go places. It's not necessarily what we really mean, which is why we don't include it on the show. Because the show is all about point of views. Um, that sh uh, a Our little you know dark uh, segments we do with our, each other, they're just for us having fun, popping each other over uh, ridiculousness, silliness, uh, weird booking, fantasy book, and all the kind of stuff that you know guys talk about wrestling that you wouldn't necessarily... <laughs> put on anything um formal <clears throat> so if you're interested in that folks please drop us a line and maybe we'll try to do a few episodes extra that we'll post during the week somewhere you know a 10 or 15 minute version of uh, uh i don't know if you want to call it backstage or dark or i don't know what but uh it, it's it's a funny stuff so elio it's a, please it's a, say goodbye to the good people and wish everyone a good week all right fans y'all have a great week and we will talk to you all next week